Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Holy moly, Jeff Goins blew my mind. He blew my mind. I have to say, AJ, this was one of my favorite interviews as it relates to content, like your big idea, like how do you find like the kind of idea that can build a career off of? It was really good, really clean. Anyways, I'm talking to AJ, our CEO, my business partner, my woman, uh, and just, we're here breaking down. We're about to break down the interview with Jeff Goins and good stuff from Jeff Goins. Yes. Really good stuff. Well, you, yeah. but you invited him to do, to come and talk to our yeah, members. No, I'm so excited about this. I think this is going to be awesome in terms of like, just like really leaning into what are you creating content about? And this is like really about, you know, book content, but you could really take this and apply it to any sort of content that you're building, which is what I love about interviews like this is they're universal, even if they have a targeted emphasis on the actual interview. But here's the thing. I I love this. I love this because it reminds me of my celebrity crush, JLo. And so my first takeaway is that good ideas make bad books. Reason Mm -hmm. being is that a good idea is just that. It's a good idea. And that's not good enough. Good ideas are average. And I love this. And J-Lo, if you guys have ever watched the show World of Dance, it did not renew. I don't know how that happened, but three seasons, four seasons, can't remember. It's really, really good. But I loved one of the things that J-Lo said, I think it was season two. And she was like, it's not good enough just to be good. You have to be different. It has to be unique. It has to be original. There's just too many people who are good at something. But what is it that is unique and eye-catching and scroll-stopping? What goes, wow, I never thought about it that way, or I've never heard it that way, or it's never been explained that way, or that is a novel idea in terms of how we're approaching something that maybe we had a construct in our brain that was very set in stone. And then someone comes along and goes, no, 
it's not about how you calendar stuff. It's about how you think about stuff, right? It's a tee up to my man. (laughs) Multiplier time, Uh, multiplier time. But I think that's really good. And that's like really important. It's like, you don't have to create new stuff. You just have to go, how do you rearrange this and put your spin and your take on it, right? And I, I love that because I think so often we think we have to come up with this brand new idea and it's like, are there really any new brand I, new, new ideas? I don't think so. But it's the way that you rearrange it. It's the way that you re-explain it. It's your interpretation mm-hmm. that makes it so original and unique. And it's not good enough just to be good. It's got to be different. It's got to be original. It's got to be your take on it. And so... I think that's just a great place for us all to start. The more you can just live live into your uniqueness in that, the better it's going to be. Amen. I mean, that was there were a couple lines. That was my my first takeaway is very much related to this. Like you picked up that one where he said, "Good ideas make bad books." Another line that he said that was kind of in that same vein was, "Ordinary ideas get forgotten," and that really hit me as like kind of a sobering thing. And then the other thing I loved about the interview, so that was very kind of like alarming and like, oh man, it really grabbed me to go, what is different? Like, what what are we doing that's different and unique? And then he kind of gave two really tactical formulas kind of all throughout. But, you know, I, as I went back and reflected on the interview, there were sort of like two tactical formulas for how to not be forgotten and for how to not just mm. be, you know, consumed. And the first one was he said, an interesting idea is something that is 80% the same as what we've always heard, but then 20% different. And so that was really powerful to be like, it's got to be close enough that it's familiar to people and we can go, oh, I like that. I get it. That is true. Mm-hmm. But then 20% different to go, oh, but I've never thought of that. Oh, I've never heard it like that. And so I thought that was a super tactical way to like position the same, but different. And then the other thing he said, which is something actually we've we've taught our members about specifically with TED Talks, is that you think X, but really Y. That's a, a really great formula for a big idea is you think X, but really Y. And it kind of also lends to that sort of like 20% different rule. And I mean, I could see this 20% different rule becoming something that we use a lot. We might have to like coin it after Jeff and be like the goins, the goins rule of 20% or we'll, maybe we'll have to come up with something. So anyways, I had the same takeaway as you, AJ, on the first one. Yeah. Well, I would just like tag on one little quote that I would add in there. And I thought he was really good. And he says, you, you change the world by changing people's minds. And that's like very much like a tag to what you just said. And it's like, that's what people fall in love with is like this idea, right? It's like, you change the world by changing people's minds. So I just, I thought I would add that in there. (laughs) So here's my second one is that people buy the idea of the book before they buy the book. And I think that's really important because they're not buying the words on the pages. That's what they get after they buy it. They're buying the idea of the book. And I think we get consumed with the words on the pages and going, no, 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 no. Why are people going to buy this? It's the idea that the book represents, not just the words on the pages, because they're never going to get there if they do not pick up that book or to listen to it. And it's like, how much have you spent going, what is the idea of this book? Like, what am I trying to change someone's mind about? What am I trying to make better? 
or easier. But what is the idea of the book? And I think to me, the reason that's so important, because that's the sales strategy, right? That's the marketing strategy. I love one of the things that he said at some point in this really good interview. He goes, once the book is written, basically your marketing hopes are over, right? And it's like, you've got to have the hook of why are people going to buy this before you write the book, right? And I think there's some real real power in that of going, it's like, what are people going to buy in terms of the idea? Because I think that is the sales and marketing strategy of the hopes, even if the book ends up being a real letdown. Right? So I think there's a lot of power in that. It's like, what is the idea of it? Because that's what people are really going to buy into. That's also a huge part of the sales and marketing concept. Hi, it's AJ Vaden. And thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Yeah, that stuck with me too. And I think when we teach, one of the things we help with our members a lot of times is helping them come up with titles. And we talk about, you have to learn to separate the truth from the title. The truth is inside the book. Like it's the thing that'll change their life, but the title is the transformation. It's the promise of what the book Mm -hmm. provides. And that's what you're really selling. It reminds me of a couple of the metaphors that we use where it's like, you know, if you need to get a dog to take medicine, you put the medicine inside a peanut butter. And so it's like the title of the book, the marketing of the book is the peanut butter. And then the text, the words on the pages, as you say, AJ, that's the medicine. But it's so difficult for an author to separate those two because we're so attached to the medicine. We're, we're so attached to the truth, to the, to the yeah. concepts that we're writing about. It's hard to kind of separate ourselves and go, okay, this is the thing I'm teaching mm-hmm. But what's the bigger idea that I'm selling? What's the payoff that I'm promising? What is the the destination that I'm taking people to? And and so I think you got to be able to separate those and then even think about, okay, how do I package this idea so that people will buy the idea? And that's really what they're buying is, is the idea. But if you can't separate in your mind those two things, you're going to have a hard time. And and frankly, most of us, most authors don't separate them because you're not trained to and publishers don't teach you to because they're they're focused on the book itself. Mm-hmm. Unless you really have somebody who understands marketing, who's coaching you and guiding through the process, you're, you're not going to think of it in that way. So yeah, so that's good. Got to separate the title from the truth, the cover from the content and the idea of the book versus what's in the book. So what was your third one? Yep. So my third one, Kind of similar, but just a little bit different. And it's really just how you actually put the book together. So thinking through chapters and the words on the pages. So I kind of thought to like big idea to like the tangible, like how do you outline a book and how do you get in that process started? And I loved what he said. Uh, and I thought it was really, really good. It's like front load the book with the big idea. Like the entire front part of the book should be just front loaded with 
the idea, the idea, and then the rest of the book should just illustrate that idea. But it's like front load that book with those big ideas that are, I'm not going to say controversial in a negative way, but that are thought provoking, that are different, that would go, I thought it was X, but it, he's saying it's Y, but not how or why or what. It's just the idea to get people going, I, I got to know where this is going to go. Then mm-hmm. use the rest of the book to illustrate that big idea. And I loved that. It's like, you've got to sell the idea then you can illustrate the idea. And that's kind of like a way of outlining the book. I thought it was really good. Save the best for first. That's one of our mantras around uh, Brand Builders Group. Always save the best for first, push it up front, you know, capture their attention. For me, a part of why I love this interview is because you could just see Jeff's, like you could hear Jeff's love for the art of writing and not just his love for it in the way that like, oh, he's good at it and he really likes it. but he places a value on it that of, of the importance of it. And, you know, AJ, you actually said this earlier, which was what my third takeaway was, which is that you can change the world by changing people's Mm. minds. And for him, it was like, he really cares about helping people write better ideas, not just to sell more books, but because better ideas make a better world. Like he actually said that like better ideas make a better world. And I really felt aligned with him on that. Mm. It's just kind of like, just like for us, it's like, we're not trying to just help people grow their their reach or their platform for like vanities because we're, we're trying to make a difference in the world. And I really felt that heart from him of like, don't forget to work on the book. And I think so many authors are like, oh, they think about writing the book and then they come to Brown Builders and we're like, hey, you got to build the audience before you build the book. And, you know, it's not New York Times bestselling author or not New York Times best writing author. It's New York Times bestselling author. And we teach a lot of the authors how to do it. But I think this was a good like reminder of like the return to create good content, like original, like create great ideas Mm -hmm. because they're interesting, because they're fascinating, because they're new, but because they make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. put together, put in the energy to come up with ideas that make the world a better place. So we want to do both. We want to help you create amazing ideas. And then we want to help you tell the whole world that they're there. It's that you can make a lot of impact and a lot of money doing it. So just loved it. Great episode. Definitely a top one. Go back, listen to the Jeff Goins interview. And keep coming back here. I mean, the the interviews are just incredible. We learned so much. We hope and trust that you are too. Thank you for being here. We'll catch you next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business 
isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 